Hello, and welcome to CineDrunk, the podcast where we're drunk on cinema and alcohol. Brought to you by Cinemunch.com. I'm Matt, joined by Nathan. Hi. And Elizabeth. Hello. And we're here on the highest of holy days. Yes. The um, Is this like the Christmas Eve to the Christmas Day, the Oscar nominations to then Oscars? Yeah, I think this, this was Christmas morning, uh-huh. and then the actual show is like New Year's Eve. Because oh, then the day after the Oscars is when like everything the starts back full over. New Year starts again, I would say. Yeah, that's fair. So it's Christmas. Yeah. Merry Merry Holidays, y'all. <laughs> um, so yeah, we get up nice and early to make sure we can watch the Oscar nominations live. I mm-hmm. did it in a Whole Foods today. Nice. Yeah. Classy. Um, and we are not drinking alcohol because it's like four in the afternoon. But you know. Meh. <laughs> Speak for yourself. No, I'm not either. We are we enjoying hot chocolate. Yeah, nice it's mug of freezing hot. outside. Um, so reactions to Oscar noms. Like mine is like half like, ooh, Oscars got some right, and then half like, ooh, Oscars you trash. Like that's yeah. Mine. I mean, it's a good mix as it often is. I uh, I don't know. I'm kind of like, it's it's so up in the air still for like what's gonna win a lot of the right. things. So I should be really excited, but. At least half of the nominees in most every category I actively don't like. Right. And I feel like we can all agree last year was a pretty good year for film. Yeah. But not reflective in these nominations at all. No. So that's a bummer. But. I mean, just like looking at the eight films nominated for Best Picture. We haven't made our top tens. That will be coming out before the Oscar ceremony before New Year's Eve. Um, <laughs> yes. But, you know, I have like a long list that I've been keeping of every movie I've seen and I've starred the ones that I really liked a lot that they would at least be like in contention. And I have like 20 plus films that I really liked. And I think only one, two, three, three of them are. Yeah. I, with, I haven't seen Roma yet. So that's Vice the big. And Green Book and Bohemian <laughs> yeah. Rhapsody. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Those films. are my three. Those are the trash. Um, I am especially post nominations. I'm curious to know what the five would have been if it was still a set year of five. For sure, because it's kind of crazy. But so yeah, it can be anywhere from five to ten. We got eight nominees for Best Picture this year. They were Black Panther, which is the first Marvel or first like mm-hmm, superhero, superhero comic book movie to get in. Black Klansman, Bohemian Rhapsody, The Favorite, Green Book, Roma, A Star Is Born, and Vice. Uh, <laughs> Some of which I haven't seen and probably never will, and which shouldn't. is unprecedented. That's well, it's not funny. unprecedented, but it's unusual for me to not see. Very unusual. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Although I sort of feel like we need you, Nathan, to see Bohemian Rhapsody and like hate it. Because I feel like my, like, I don't like Bohemian Rhapsody or Vice, but the one that, like, makes my blood boil is Green Book, whereas Matt, the one that makes your blood boil is Vice. Vice. So it would just be good to have, like, sure. I, feel like poor Bohemian, I feel like poor Bohemian Rhapsody keeps getting a pass from me just because, like, I'm already having an aneurysm about something else. But it's also not good. <laughs> no, it really isn't. And has some troubling things to implicate as to uh, gay people. Right. It, yep. <laughs> right. Well, and the whole like Brian Singer of it all too, which is not great. Yeah. Although I am sort of amused by this whole <laughs> season of them just like pretending he doesn't exist. Oh yeah. Just pretending that the him. film was just not directed by anyone. <laughs> right. When it wins the top two globes for 
actor and no one picture, even they don't even director. mention the director. Yeah, that's an issue. Hmm. Poor Dexter Flex Flexter. Dex Flexter. Dexter, Dexter Fletcher? Fletcher. 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 I don't know. I wish someone would be like, "Thanks, Dex, for coming in and saving the day." Well, Just... that's probably how. Didn't it get nominated for editing? Yes. Sure did. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't as surprised about that nomination for editing just because I feel like a lot of times with like music and syncing it up. Well, that's why I thought A Star Is Born. Yeah, but it sure did not. It did not. Um, But yeah, I think the other big thing for me is that, um, and we briefly talked about this, but Mark Harris had a great piece over at Vulture, just kind of about how you know the Academy four years ago under Cheryl Boone Isaacs when they, you know, uncapped the membership which had been a stagnant like 5,000 or so and allowed a lot more members in in hopes of diversifying their ranks really is starting to come to fruition for they, sure a lot of these things I mean that never look away cinematography oh, yeah. nomination is in is one of the most insane things yeah. I have ever experienced in my 20 years of Oscar Although then watching. again, it is Caleb Deschanel. Who, it is. Like, who's an American and a well-respected and cinematographer. And the cinematographer But still, branch. like, the, the yeah. American Society of Cinematographers didn't nominate him. He didn't get it. BAFTA, like, who was even talking about that movie right. outside of the fact that it was going to get into foreign, right. which it did. Or, like, Marina Day. That's the other insane thing of the yeah. morning to me, is Marina de Tavira getting into supporting actress for Roma with absolutely no precursor support. No whatsoever not even like a critics guilt group nomination anywhere good for her she is aces in the movie roma did super well the like netflix issue kind of not there mm-hmm. i mean yeah. one it's alfonso Cuaron. roma led the nominations with 10 um tying with the favorite but then also the ballad of buster scruggs which again is the cohen's so yeah that might have gotten in because anyway, but straight men that in the adapted screenplay nomination is crazy. Cohen's without like ejaculating all over themselves. <laughs> Whatever. I've watched one of the short films and I was like, nope, nope. Not nope. for you. Well, it's a western, so it's probably Nathan's favorite. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Not gonna happen. Not gonna happen. Lots horses, horses and guns. No. Nope. And people talking like this. <laughs> oh, that's for me. Is that Holly Hunter? <laughs> <laughs> Um, I mean, I'm also pleased in that actor, supporting actress category, even though I haven't actually managed to see Roma yet because I keep trying to see it in theaters and then it's just like impossible. Um, is I mean, I actually liked First Man more than you, but that Claire Foy performance is nothing terribly exciting. Like I feel like yeah, she's fine. But... She's fine, but I feel like none of the achievements in that film, including Ryan Gosling, are really acting based. I think it's a lot of the technical choices so yeah and first man did manage to get four nominations but also i would say four pretty big snubs it didn't get into cinematography it didn't get into editing claire Foy didn't get in and the most insane one of all is that it missed not score get into score which is insane that was one of the there were a couple categories where the because i always list when i'm in my notebooks and stuff the movie that i think is most likely to get nominated not necessarily most likely to win I, I rank them. Right. And there were more than one category this year where the thing that I ranked first didn't even get nominated. Oh, yeah. Like, the other huge snub of the morning is Won't You Be My Neighbor not making it in for documentary, which I'm fine with because we didn't think it was any great shakes. But And just God bless the documentary branch really going... Yeah. I mean, as they have been often. Yeah. And not surprising, I guess, that the documentary branch is 
the most adventurous branch. Right, and goes their own actually way. Actually think for themselves. Well, it also, like, routinely has the most female directors or, like... Mm-hmm. I mean, one film, Free Solo, is co-directed by two Asian people, and Minding the Gap is directed by an Asian man, and then some of them have, like, Asian female producers. Like, it's just a place where more diverse people are able to make things because they don't need the sort of funding to get, like, a feature off the ground. Oh, speaking of which, I was really delighted in the animation shorts Mm -hmm. that Bao got nominated. Oh, yeah, yeah. The animation thing in front of... I hope so. It was great. It was. It's bizarre. It's bizarre, (laughs) and it got, like, an Elizabeth cackle in the theater when we saw it. Who doesn't know a little dumpling guy? I know. Who then gets eaten. (laughs) <laughs> um, just going back through some of the major categories for director Spike Lee finally got in Woo-hoo. for his first directing nomination for Black Klansman Paweł Palakowski got in for Cold War which is insane not insane a lot of people were predicting him yeah. he was like my second alternate but of this like modern era of more than five best picture nominees this is only the second time that there's been a lone director nominee yeah. the other being Bennett Miller for Foxcatcher yeah. several years ago uh, Yorgos Lanthimos got in for The Favorite, obviously Alfonso Cuaron for Roma, and Adam McKay for Vice, which is ridiculous. I rolled, but I'm, I'd rather, even though I despise the film more, I'd rather he got in than Peter Farrelly. Yeah. Um, but no Bradley Cooper was the other kind which of big snub. Yeah. He got afflicted. It also just surprised, it also just suggests that the Academy, like, did not love A Star is Born as much as everybody has been predicting it has. Like, mm-hmm. the sort of awards narrative has been like, A Star is Born is the front runner. A Star is Born has got it locked up. Like a I Star still think it born. might be, but... It might still win, but it's definitely not a all-in-out favorite. Yeah. I mean, I could see it somehow taking, like, best picture and original song, <laughs> and, and that being it. it. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe sound mixing. Yeah, yeah, conceivably. You know, it's going to be like a Moonlight where it wins one other award. Well, mm-hmm. I guess Moonlight won too because it got screenplay. Right, right. Hirsch, but or Sam of- Elliott could be kind of a cause. <laughs> Listen, I love Mahershala, but I do not want him to win for I that. Know. And Sam Rockwell being nominated for Vice is just like a laugh riot. He's barely in the movie. Hardly, and it's just a little caricature. It, yeah. Just an SNL It literally is an SNL sketch. Um, I'm super pleased that Adam Driver got in. Yes, well-deserved. And Richard E. Grant. Well, yeah, Richard E. Grant, again, should be winning everything, if there were any justice. Or, if he's losing, he should be losing to the other Grant, Hugh Grant, who should have been nominated for Paddington 2. Cosign. And it's bullshit that he is not. (laughs) (laughs) I'm pretty pleased with Best Actress. I think those are five really great performances. I'm shocked that Emily Blunt still just can't get an edge she seems to place like sixth yeah several times yeah and then she might have been sixth in supporting actress too for a quiet place even though that's a lead um, i mean i haven't seen roma yet so i can't speak to that but of the others the only two i would like for sure keep in my personal five because this was such a fantastic year for actresses are olivia coleman and melissa mccarthy yeah. Although I might actually put Olivia Coleman in supporting and then put Emma Stone in her place, but Emma Stone would make my five. Right. I think she's And I'd the keep lead of Rachel also in supporting. But I would actually kick out Lady Gaga and put in um Tony Collette. Oh yeah, I would put Tony Collette in there. Yeah. And I think Lady Gaga is one of those performances where it's just like they're working well on her like natural who she is and charisma, but I don't think she's particularly like 
outstanding. Especially it's the perfect role for her, and I think she does it very, very well, and I'm fine with the nomination, but yeah. It's... Yeah, but it's not like, say, a Glenn Close or Olivia Coleman or a Melissa McCarthy who are operating on a totally different technical, emotional level. Very true. But I'm really glad that Melissa McCarthy uh, still made it in, and I'm glad yeah, that that worried. film made it in for screenplay, for um, adapted screenplay. Yes, and so now Nicole Hall of Center yep. is an Oscar nominee. Yep. It also is worth saying that in the ten slots for screenplay, there are only two women nominated, and they are both co-writers on their films. Yep. And the other is The Favorite. So, you know, which I hope The Favorite wins because that screenplay is a real fucking treat. Agreed. I'm bummed that Eighth Grade didn't manage to sneak into the original screenplay. So. It would have been very well deserved. And um, could have easily kicked out Green Book and or Vice. <laughs> yeah, or even First Reformed, which fine. I, yeah. I know Paul Schrader never had a nomination and now he does, but... I was surprised then to see it get into original screenplay, but then Ethan Hawke still missed out mm-hmm. in Best Actor, even though he hasn't been nominated for a lot of the major awards Yeah, this I year had him was... missing out. I didn't think he was going to get in. But I don't think you had Willem Dafoe getting in. Uh, no, what was that? That now was, an- that was another one of those Turner that escape. I like, almost laughed out loud. Because <laughs> it's just like, what? I had a- He was my second alternate, but really, just, no. Yeah. I-, I don't want to have to see that movie. Do you have any, like, favorites of the day? Oh, I mean, I do love that Never Look Away. <laughs> Not that I've seen it. <laughs> Nomination in cinematography, just because it was so... What? Right. Insane. Uh, I'm glad... I think I'm more happy about some things not making it in various places, mm-hmm. but... Such as? Like, Black Panther not getting into visual effects. Same. Just because then I know it would have won... Just when you're polling the entire membership. Yeah. For wins, of course it would have won. It's the most well-liked movie in that crop. Um, I mean, really, First Man should probably win, but I would laugh hysterically if Christopher Robin won. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Although, again, that is a a category where Paddington 2 should have been freaking nominated. Wasn't even short, long list. I know, but that Nor was Annihilation. I literally, like, three minutes into that movie forgot that it's a creation and not a real... Yeah, it's live real good. speaking bear. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I still just really can't get over um, Justin Hurwitz being s- snubbed for score. Yeah, for score. I mean, I would have easily taken Mary Poppins out yes. and put it there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love the Isle of Dogs score. Black Klansman's okay. I do like the Black I love Panther the Black score. Panther one. Obviously, Black- Beale Street, but yeah. I mean, I feel like my the scores that I listen to the most this year are If Beale Street Could Talk, First Man, which I seriously listen to as a track from First Man like every single day. It's and sensational. I listen to the Annihilation score all the time, and I listen to the too. Paddington 2 score all the time, well, which is also go. perfect. <laughs> I also can't with the cowboy ballad thing from Ballad of Buster Scruggs. <laughs> That's the one I saw. No, oh. thank you. Yeah. Nope. Although if that means that... um. Oh god, I, why can I never remember his name? Tim Tim Blake Nelson. Tim Blake Nelson performs at the Oscars, then I would be delighted because he sings it. I bet they'll just get Beyonce to do it. Probably. She would sing a song called When a Cowboy Trades His Spurs for Wings. Mm-hmm. And she's tight with the Coen brothers. <laughs> Obviously, yes. Um well, okay, are there anything from today that you has changed what you think the winner will be? 
Ooh. Uh, no, I don't think so. But I do think, um, Brad, and well, I hope Bradley Cooper has more of a chance now in Best Actor because he wasn't nominated for right. a director that people can pool their support for him into in Best case. Actor because I would much prefer he win over Christian Bale doing Dick Cheney mimicry or Rami Malek doing Freddie Mercury mimicry. The same. Although maybe they'll just decide that they should make it up to Willem Dafoe, who should have won last yes. year. <laughs> for a film that no game. one's going to see. Which, to be honest, I don't care enough about any of those five performers to really care if that happened. I mean, Bradley, yeah. Bradley Cooper will make my five, but that's also just because it's sort of a weak year. Agreed. Um, I don't know. Did anything shift for you? I don't, well, I'm relieved. I was a little bit concerned that there was a chance that Regina King was not going to get mm. the nomination. Mm-hmm. But I think that now that she's got the nomination, I think she's going to win. Yeah, I think so. You know what I mean? But it, because she missed SAG and BAFTA, it was like there's she's either going to get the nomination and win or she's going to be snubbed altogether. So I'm yep. relieved to see her there. At least get in there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think probably in that category, my personal, as much as I love Regina King and thought she was great in that movie and really liked that movie, I think my winner there would be Rachel Weisz. But... Mm. Only because I think Emma Stone is a lead, not supporting. Yes, I agree. And then if I flipped her with Olivia Colman, it would obviously be Olivia Colman. Sure, but. sure, sure. Um, I think that uh, Roma getting those two acting noms gives me a little bit more comfort that maybe Roma will actually pull out the win. Yeah, that's true. For Best Picture. Yeah, that's the other thing about um, the awards body just the Academy membership in general being a lot more international is that I think Netflix is a net positive just right. because Netflix is a global brand. I mean, December 14th, Roma right. dropped on Netflix for the entire world. If you have Netflix, right. like, so at least if the acting branch, which is the Academy's biggest branch is behind your movie. Yeah. You got a shot. Yeah. Well, especially since too, not only is it international, but like that helps with the fact that it is a foreign film. I feel like, Right. You know what I mean? Right. It's a black and white, intimate right. foreign film. It'll be Mexico's first win As in is foreign Cold War. <laughs> right, yeah. That's which is why I wasn't black predicting Paweł Palikowski for director, because I was like, right. well, he's also making a black and white foreign film that's a very personal That's period. That's a period film. Yeah. <laughs> There's no way they both get into director, but they did. Yeah. I mean I would as I, I haven't seen it yet and I'm sure that I will like it and I just always love Quaron, I would sort of love for um spike lee to pull out the win there i think he could i th- I think he is likely to take adapted screenplay mm-hmm. just to give him a win yeah. um if it doesn't go to beale street right but yeah quaron's already one director so yeah spike lee would definitely be the next most likely i would say yeah of that, those five i still think it's like kind of disappointing that the only acting nominee, even though I don't think like, well, I don't know, John Washington David might end up in my top five only because, again, weak year. Um, John Washington David? John David Washington. There you go. Whatever. <laughs> you know I like to flip-flop when it's a three-namer. Um, but it still is sort of strange for the film, and that's why I'm glad Black Klansman got nominated lots of places for its only acting award. Oh, to be Adam Driver. To be the, the white actor. Yeah. In that movie. I'm sorry, I should say it as they would say it in the film. The white. White. The white man. Deserving as he is, though. Um, and then he's going to end up losing to a black man 
who is in a movie that actively dislikes black people. Yep. Because Green Book actively dislikes black people. Yep. Sure does. <laughs> and as usual, then our supporting winners, Regina King and Mahershala Ali, will be the black the, actors the, you're right, supporting the people of color. Lead. Yeah, and then lead yep. will be white as day. I guess Rami Malek could win. That's true. Well, that could be kind of exciting. And then maybe Alitza wins, and then we have... Yeah, there we go. Color. It won't happen. No. <laughs> um, do you... I'm curious, because I guess we sort of all love the, like, Glenn Close finally getting her Oscar. Yeah. Is that who you want to win? I think so. I, I mean, for sure my favorite of those five is Melissa McCarthy, and she has no chance. Right. So, yeah, I'm on board Glenn finally getting yeah. an Oscar. Which I wasn't... Really? And the movie's no. fine. She's good in it. Yeah. And I've never, like, loved Glenn Close, but then her Golden Globe speech. Yeah. I was like, yep, I'm. this is what I want. I didn't know I wanted it, but right. now I want it. I'm still kind of holding out hope for Olivia Coleman, and it is sort of the thing with Melissa McCarthy where, like, she just doesn't have a chance in winning, so I'm, like, not even hoping oh, for her. Oh, she could, for sure, I think. Really? Yeah. I, I mean, so. I would love that. It's such a, like, quiet mean little performance <laughs> well, and i say that in the best being way the leading that's the true. nominations leader probably not but oh you mean olivia happen. coleman yeah i was talking about melissa mccarthy oh that's <laughs> that no i don't think melissa McCarthy. that's what happen. i'm saying is i think i like if i had my ballot i would cast it for olivia coleman sure fair even though i maybe i don't know it's actually hard for me to pick between those two especially since i think olivia coleman is actually supporting yeah if you could say that, um, whereas Melissa McCarthy is obviously the outright lead. But I'm just thrilled that she got in. Yeah. And I saw nice. a tweet earlier that was like, considering her first nomination was for Bridesmaids. And then Two for this, like, her range is incredible. She's a talented dame. And I would like for more directors of quality with films of quality to give her those opportunities. Amen. Like Peter Farrelly or Adam McKay? Oh, they can fuck. Nope. <laughs> I think that's it. I mean, yeah, I don't know. It's, there was some it's like a bit of a shrug. And then some things that were really expected. Like you said, something's good, something's what? Yep. Sort of like the, I would say, Christian Bale is kind of the front runner for Best Actor yeah, right I now. Guess. And sort of like the front runner last year, Gary Oldman. I think the only deserving nomination for that film is Hair and Makeup. And it Which got it got? Hair and makeup. I was hoping Suspiria would still get in there, but. Well, yeah, especially Alas. I don't get the Mary Queen of Scots one. Oh, I've I've heard that the makeup is actually really good. The hair and makeup in that movie, like her chicken pox and like. Stuff. I guess the chicken pox is good. No, I haven't. Seen I don't it know. Yet, but. That whole movie was just boring, actually. <laughs> um, all right, so we can wrap up because we don't really need to keep talking. But I'm curious if you had your just with the top six, or like just go through mm-hmm. the screenplays. So what would be your if you. Matt Didis, our member of the Academy, Ooh. what are your votes? Ooh, okay. Original screenplay, I'm going the favorite. Mm-hmm. Same. Yep. Adapted for sure. Can you ever forgive me? Same. Uh, supporting actress, Regina King. I, th- I think I would too, just because I would want her to win. <laughs> yeah. To have one. Um, supporting actor, Richard E. Grant. Yes, same. Actress Melissa McCarthy. Same. Actor B. Coops. Yeah, same. Director, yeah, Duquaron. I think I, I mean, I can't, I haven't seen the 
Roma yet, so I would be tied between Yorgos or Spike Lee, and I'd probably give it to Spike Lee just because I'd like to see him. Yeah. Win. That's fair. And picture, we'll, I'll just I'll leave you in suspense. We'll rank those on down the road. Once I guess we've that's done true. For me, tens. I'm like I don't like most of the movies on here. So. Right. I have a clear like six, seven, and eight when you're ranking. Like <laughs> yeah. Vice is eight. Green Book is seven, and Bohemian Rhapsody is six. Uh-huh. And from there, there. Minus some good minus things. flip, minus Green Book, then Vice, then Bohemian Rhapsody from the bottom right. to the top. But. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, we. Yeah. I mean, the one we put thing, Nathan to sleep. Yeah. Because he hasn't seen most of these movies. The one thing that is like, like you said, it's an exciting year, and that I think there are a lot of races that are legitimately still very much up in the air. Yeah. Um, including Best Picture. For sure. But it's also disappointing because I would love a year where things are up in the air, but I love all the films. Right. As that would be better. This. I would also just like to say that this year not only had a lot of incredible films, it had a lot of really incredible films that were very well liked, that were directed by women. Yep. And no woman was even in the conversation. No. Not and, even in the top, like, ten. You know, the bigger problem about this is because people don't see the films directed by women as even contenders, it means studios don't hire women for their prestige projects. And it means when studios have films directed by women, they don't put the money behind it to push it for awards campaigns. Like, I wonder, I don't know who produced, like, Leave No Trace, but if they had pushed it or, if, you know... Right. They had really pushed Mariel Heller for Can You Ever Forgive Me Harder, but they don't because... They just assume she's a woman and therefore she's not even going to be Right. Well, in those stories, they they don't think connect with a broader Right, because they're about women. Which again, I mean, sometimes they're not. not. Like Lynn Ramsey and You Were Never Really Here, Leave No Choice, Ben Foster is the lead. Yep. Well. Alas. Alas. Someday, ladies, we will. (laughs) One day. Not 2019, but one day. But we really should just refer to that category as best male director. Like, it should just be called Best Male Director because they're not interested in women. So That's unfortunately fair. Disappointing yet again, the Academy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, I All think right. that's it. That, yeah. We'll that's be back with our top tens and our cinnamon Yeah, the fifth annual Cinnamunchies. I'm the fifth looking f- annual? Yeah, I'm looking forward to all of that much more so. Yes, the same. This. I'm already exhausted by the Oscars. <laughs> and I the think a just number out. of these films will like probably not even be mentioned. Oh, probably. In our top ten. So, so yeah. There you go. Oh, uh, yeah. Thanks for listening and happy holidays. Watch Paddington 2. <laughs> <laughs> Bye.